Podcast The Bayaning Filipino Podcast, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the lives and works of countless Filipinas that helped shape the history of our country. Lingit sa kaalaman ng nakararami, maraming mga babae ang buong tapang at pusong lumaban para sa kalayaang tinatamasa natin ngayon. I will feature these obscure and unsung figures of Filipino empowerment. Ako si Inya Kulada. Samahan niyo ako para kilalanin itong mga tinaguriang bayaning Filipina. Hello and welcome. You are now listening to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Bayaning Filipino Podcast. In this episode, babalik tayo sa panahon ng himagsikang Pilipino laban sa mga Kastila. I will be talking about Patrocinio Villarreal Gamboa. As a member of a wealthy family, her beginnings were so well documented that even her baptism was recorded. Patricinio was born on April 30, 1865 in Haro, Iloilo to parents Fermin and Leonila Gamboa from a family of Ilustrados. She grew up in the famously rich district of Haro and was baptized on May 7, 1865 at the Haro Church by Father Francisco Aguera. Growing up, she was provided private tutors for her education. Being the daughter of a wealthy and prominent family, She was well known in the community. She was devoutly religious, independent-minded, and brave of heart. She was an avid reader of Spanish classics and newspapers. This is an important trait of hers because it was probably one of the reasons for her future involvement in the revolution. See, while she grew up as an educated woman, it wasn't until she was exposed to propagandist literature like Jose Rizal's novels and the newspaper La Solidaridad that she became politically aware of the abuses of the Spanish officials perpetrated upon her countrymen. Patrocinio, or Tia Patron, as she was known, was deeply influenced by the literary works of the propaganda movement. This inspired her to eventually join the Revolutionary Army. At the age of 13, noong 1896, nang sumiglamp ang Sumali si Tia Patron sa mga revolusyonaryo sa kanyang lalawigan. She collected war contributions from the Chinese in Iloilo and gathered food and medical supplies, arms, and ammunition for the revolutionary forces. She also nursed wounded and sick soldiers on the battlefield. And for this, she was considered as the heroine of Haro. Naging aktibo siya sa Kumite Conspirador na itinatag sa Molo Iloilo noong Marso 1898 na bilang Komite Central Revolucionario de Visayas o Central Revolutionary Committee of the Visayas sa pamumuno ni Roque Lopez. This committee formed the nucleus of what later became the Revolutionary Government of the Visayas. This revolutionary government was inaugurated on November 17, 1898 in Santa Barbara, Iloilo and was highlighted with the raising of the Philippine flag. Now, because of her gender and because of her ties to wealth, Spaniards did not suspect her of revolutionary sympathies. This proved to be an asset as she also acted as an intelligence and she was able to go where she was needed without being on the radar. 
Showing a talent for espionage, she later undertook many intelligence missions in the revolutionary cause, gathering information and delivering critical messages between various commanders. So ayun na nga, mabalik tayo sa inauguration ng revolutionary government ng Visayas. Kailangan dito sa inauguration na to yung Philippine flag. Dito natin ngayon makikita yung storya ni Tia Patron and how history mixes her story of heroism with comedy. You see, the women of Haro replicated the flag that was sewn by Marcela Agoncillo in Hong Kong for uh, General Emilio Aguinaldo. This flag was replicated by Patrocinio Gamboa herself with the help of other several women revolutionaries. Ang problema, kailangan matransport yung watawat papuntang Santa Barbara sa headquarters ni General Martin Delgado galing sa Haro. Now, between the two towns were Spanish guards dun sa gitna na lahat ng dumadaan between the towns Kumbaga, bantay sarado and they would shoot anyone suspected of being in league with the revolutionary forces. So, uh, sobrang, ano siya, sobrang delikado. Now, it did not take long for Tia Patron to come up with a clever plan. After wrapping the flag around her waist and covering it with her garments, she took off in a carriage together with a young lieutenant named Honorio Solina, who she asked to pretend to be her husband. Bukod sa nakatago sa loob ng damit niya yung Philippine flag or yung flag na gagamitin for the inauguration, meron din silang dalang saber which was a gift of General Aguinaldo to General Delgado. And um, kailangan nila itong itago dun sa bit-bit nilang dayami or hay na it was what they were pretending to bring from one town to another. So needless to say, eh, siyempre kapag nahuli sila, they would be in serious danger. Now, upon reaching the roadblock, the two pretended to be a couple delivering a stack of hay having a serious squabble. So, kunyari, nag-aaway sila. And Tia Patron acted as a dominating wife to her submissive husband. She shouted at him and cursed him. She pinched him, bit him, boxed him. Kumbaga, nagpakita sila ng medyo malafamas na acting ng isang underdosaya na asawa. And they acted their parts so convincingly that the guards, overwhelmed with laughter, let them pass by. So, tinawanan lang sila, natawa dun sa scene, and they managed to escape the guards who found the site to be too entertaining. Patrocinio successfully delivered the Philippine flag. During the inauguration, Tia Patron stood near the pole beaming with pride that she could perform yet another service for the country that struggled to come to be. Pero hindi din doon natapos ang servisyon ni Tia Patron. When the Filipino-American War reached Panay, so alam natin na after the struggle against the Spaniards, halos parang nagpalitan lang sila with the American colonizers. So when the Filipino-American War reached Panay, Patrocinio organized the women of Panay and led them in nursing the wounded and sick Filipino soldiers, collecting arms and war contributions, soliciting food and medical supplies, delivering military dispatches to various Filipino commands, and carried on many other heroic tasks at the risks of their lives. Noong 1901, pagkatapos ng digmaan, 
may resolusyong bigyan si Tia Patron ng pensyon ng gobyerno. Ngunit magalan niyang tinanggihan ito. Aniya, and I quote, Naglingkod ako dahil mahal ko ang aking bayan. Hindi ako naghihintay ng kabayaran sa aking paglingkod. Puno ng memorabilyong Filipino ang kanyang bahay. Kapag araw ni Rizal, araw ng kasarinlan, at iba pang kabayang pista, siya ang unang nagtatanghal ng watawat sa kanyang harap bahay. Patrocinio Villarreal Gamboa never married. She died on November 24, 1953 and was buried with military honors at the Balantang Veterans Cemetery in Haro. In her honor, the National Historical Institute dedicated to her a marker in the Plaza of Haro, Iloilo on December 21, 1980. Tia Patron or Patrocinio Villarreal Gamboa indeed is another inspiration for us na tandaan na lagi nating unahin na piliin ang ating bansa. Katulad nga ng sinabi niya, naglingkod siya na hindi naghihintay ng kabayaran dahil mahal niya yung bansa niya. Right now, the whole country is focused on the upcoming 2022 elections. And even I, personally, has been trying my best in engaging and involving myself to the conversations as best as I can para mahikayat ang marami na pumili ng tama at naaayon para sa ikaaahaw ng ating bansa. Hindi pwedeng basta-basta lang tayo mamili. I'm sure a lot of us will agree that this coming elections will be the most important elections of our generation. Tayo, tayong millennials, tayong Gen Zs, mga Gen X. Ito yung eleksyon na magbubuo ng kinabukasan natin at ng mga magiging anak natin. So, syempre, kailangan pa rin nating hikayatin ang isa't isa na bukod sa pagpili ng tamang kandidato, lagi nating tatandaan na hindi lang tao ang pinipili natin. Pinipili natin yung kinabukasan ng bansa natin at ng mga kababayan natin. But equally as important, lalo sa panahon ngayon, kailangan pa rin natin maalala na hindi pa tapos ang pandemya. The threat of the virus is still very real. And so, if we are to go out there to make our statement and to stand up for what we believe in and what we believe is the best for our country, tandaan pa din natin na kailangan pa rin natin mag-practice ng pinakamataas na form ng pag-iingat. Wear your masks, sanitize your hands, and keep a safe distance from each other to help stop the spread of virus. And more importantly, if you can, go and get yourselves vaccinated. Itong laban na to, hindi lang to para sa bansa natin, laban to ng buong mundo. Pero kung gusto natin na andito pa tayo para makita yung resulta ng kasalukuyan nating pinagdidiskusyonan, which is the 2022 elections, please mag-ingat tayong lahat. And with those reminders, I will finish this episode. By the way, very, very recently, uh, I created a TikTok account. Wala pa ako masyadong videos doon. Pero if you can drop by, maybe view and like my uh, the couple of videos I already uploaded, it would really help spread the word about the podcast. And with that, matutulungan din na uh, magkaroon ng awareness tungkol dito sa maliit na platform na ito. Para lang din ma-reach natin yung mga iba pang tao na maybe looking for an inspiration 
in the form of the strong Filipino women who stood up and fought for our freedom and rights not just as women of this country but as citizens of this beautiful beautiful country that is the philippines so maybe follow me or just drop by to say hi on tiktok at bayaning filipina pod maraming salamat po sa pakikinig and see you again next episode enjoyed this episode and would like to help the podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends through social media. I am all for the feedback, suggestions, and greetings. And for all these things, you may reach me at bayaningfilipina at gmail.com through Twitter at at byfili2020 and through Instagram at at bayaningfilipina. Maraming salamat sa pakikinig. As always, stay safe, make good choices, at huwag natin kalimutang maging bayani sa kahit na pinakamaliit na paraan.